How about that? Oh man, this is fantastic. Greetings everyone, Jacques Howard here and I'm with Dan Regan. And this is the Doc and Jacques Sports Talk Podcast. Having a good time, two friends just chopping it up. Um, we're coming to you from Hub 13, um, 13 West Front Street in historic downtown Trenton, New Jersey. And Major Look Studios via the Hub 13 Network is the production team. So big shout out to those guys. And this is going to be distributed through multiple affiliates, so make sure there's no confusion. This will also be uh, some local radio and television stations, WIMG 1300 and WPHY Channel 25, Verizon Fios Networks in Mercer County, New Jersey. Uh, a few shout-outs to uh, our new intern who's in the house, Jaquay. Hello, sir, and welcome to your first day of work. And Jaquay is going to be uh, a paid intern um, with... Hub 13 and what's happening here via the Isles organization. So big shout out to Jennifer over at the Isles organization for connecting Quay with us, who's going to be learning lots of different aspects about production, uh, filmmaking, uh, entrepreneurship, as well as civics and being civically engaged. And then also getting a chance to sit in with some of my celebrity friends like Dan Regan here, the comedian. So enough of that stuff out of the way, man. Like enough of the paying the bills. We'll do more of that later on. It has come to that time of the year in the football season when the final game of the NFL is taking place. We are not going to say the SB word here. Um, it's the ball with a cape on it. <laughs> good one, good one. So we have the Philadelphia Eagles playing the Kansas City Chiefs, or should it say, it's the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Philadelphia Eagles because the Eagles are going to be the home team, so to speak, in uh, the last game of the season, the big game. With that being said, give me your thoughts on the last couple of weeks of the season and the playoffs. Yeah, I, I'm just waiting for spring training now. <laughs> Football, you're done I'm with? done. <laughs> as soon as the Eagles beat the Giants, I was done. I was out. Uh, this is probably going to be uh, probably one of the better Super Bowls we've had in the last few years. Uh, both teams are, I think they're the two best teams in each, each right? They're number one, right? Kansas City was one, yeah. Eagles were one. Yeah. Yep. So it uh, should be good. Both teams deserve to be there. I've heard some. Now, I am a notorious Eagles hater. Just put that out there. But Facts. I, Facts. I, and I've read that people are like, oh, the Eagles had an easy schedule. They played the Giants rebuilding. The Eagles deserve to be there. Whether you love them or hate them, they deserve to be there. Kansas City impressed me. I had Cincinnati over Kansas City. Mahomes just 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 did what he does. And uh, so it should be good. Two good teams. And uh Again, my heart. I wanna. I wanna pick Kansas City. My brain's telling me this. I think this is uh, another another Eagle Super Bowl win. Wow. Well, oh, excuse I, me. We have to bleep that. Oh well. Sorry, that was an accident. Maybe we can get a few passes on that. But with that being said, send the bill to Jacques. <laughs> yeah. So with that being said, um, I love the fact that that you are a true fan. And when I say a true fan, like you love the sport, you love the camaraderie and all those things of it, but you're also a realist. You're not that person who's going to come out and say every year my team's going to go undefeated, I'm going to have everybody on the all-star team, all those different things. And you can have an honest conversation telling everyone straight up that he is a notorious Eagles hater. And I can, for the last almost 30 years, I could say that is absolutely 100% true. <laughs> but on the flip side, I will say that your team, the Giants, man, uh, I don't want to say it was smoke and mirrors because I think that true leadership, true uh, uh, coaching, all those things can make a difference. And I think Dable did a fantastic job 
with the Giants um, and also with the receiving core that they had in Daniel Jones. I think that you guys have a similar track um, that the Eagles have. I think it's now up to the front office, it's up to the coaching staff, and then, you know, signing the right free agents. And that's where I give a big, big up to the general manager of the year, Howie Roseman, um, Mm -hmm. because he's done another fantastic job. You know, two different total organizations, bringing them to the big game. Um, It's a big deal. But I think the Giants and their heritage, um, their coaching staff, I think you have your quarterback. I'm a fan of Saquon. Um, I, I don't. I mean, it would be great if he left for us, but I think that would be sort of foolish if the Giants were to do something along those lines and kind of slide into some sort of a rebuilding process. Yeah, I'm happy, like I said before, I'm happy where the Giants are currently at. Uh, And that just shows you how viable coaching is in football. Probably basketball, I would say basketball and football, probably football number one is the most important the coach is the most important uh, person on that team because the Giants, I mean, they had, they added a few good guys, but for the most part, this is the same team they had with Joe Judge, with Shermer, uh, with uh, McAdoo, and look at those results. So, And actually, this year with, um, with Dable, they had no receivers whatsoever. So that just shows you what coaching does to a team. You put the right coach in there, you can make a six-win team a nine-ten-win team just from coaching. So I'm happy where we're going, but uh, – I have to wait another year to see where that road takes us, I guess. Great. So I appreciate that. So uh, also, you spoke about Joe Burrow, um, and it seemed like he has risen to this level where, I don't know, it's almost like he has been given, besides all the nicknames and accolades, he's been given almost like this pass to being the it quarterback for mm-hmm. uh, for the league um, without actually winning a Super Bowl yet. Um, I know that we could have lots of conversations about, like, how do you compare apples to oranges and things of that nature, and how do you say you're better than someone when you haven't achieved what they have achieved? Yeah, like Dan Marino is probably the greatest quarterback that's never won a Super Bowl, Super, never won the big game. It's, this is going to take me forever to learn this. <laughs> no worries. But, uh, yeah, so Marino is probably the greatest quarterback that's never won. Burrow was on that track, too. I really thought he was going this year. Uh, but until until he wins it, is it fair to say? Well, he's not a great quarterback. I don't know. Has he shown us enough in the regular season to say, yeah, he is a good, he's a great quarterback? I believe he is. But as far as the nicknames go, I agree. Uh, when uh, Daniel Jones first came in, you know, they anointed him Danny Dimes, and it makes me cringe. It still makes my skin crawl <laughs> even calling him that. You know, just these nicknames that people come up with, I just think sometimes they're like forced. And you've got the greats. Patrick Mahomes, I think, is going to be what it's all said and done, barring any crazy injuries, end his career early. He's probably going to be one of the greatest ever of all time. I mean, the kids, this is his third Super Bowl now that he's in? His yes. Third, his, his third big game. Yes, his third, it is. Big, his game. third big game. There's going to be a lot of bleeps. Yeah. Yep. So I'm going to jump right in and, and absolutely and say, yeah, you are correct with that. Um, but I, I'm, I'm talking about it from the position of uh, him being considered better than. Patrick Holmes, Patrick Holmes no. already, and like, how do you, how can you say he is better than uh, when he hasn't again achieved the same level of accolades? I just don't understand He's how not. people can be comfortable with that. A, a lot of it, I think, is hype. And again, Burrow's a great quarterback. You could see he's he has he has it. But to say he's better than Mahomes, what everything Mahomes has accomplished, no, there's no, 
you can't say that yet. And the thing is also the great marketing of the NFL, um, you know, with their big game that's coming up um, between uh, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. But it's also the great marketing that they do. I mean, next thing you know, they'll probably have a big game or a big competition based upon um, jersey sales. And then, you know, entice people to go in and spend more and more money to, to buy more and more jerseys to support more and more players. Yeah. Or at least, you know, break them off a little bit of money, whatever mm-hmm. that is. Hmm. So you said pre, uh, spring training. So we're in the East Coast. So we're in uh, New Jersey um, currently filming this. And uh, it's kind of cold. It's kind of cold right now. And um, this time of the year, we would always when we were in our playing days, be getting amped up. We'd be in the batting cage, um, hitting balls, getting together if the weather was above, what, 40, and, you know, just throwing or whatever. Yeah. It also brings back spring training. And um, you mentioned that earlier. I want you to talk about um, this time of the year for you and, like, what spring training and baseball means. Well, baseball is my – I'm a sports junkie when it comes to any kind of professional sports, but baseball is my number one, always has been um, – so I I I wait for baseball season, and spring training was always just a special time because you knew like baseball's coming around, man. It's just coming around the corner soon. So spring training was always exciting. Get to see the team, the additions they made, the free agent signings, and seeing how the team looks. And it's funny because uh, back in 2020, uh, I went to my first spring training game in Florida. I'm a Yankees fan, so we went down to Tampa for the Yankees spring training, and we landed, and we literally checked into the hotel. I go down to the pool. My wife's on her phone. She said, uh, baseball just canceled all the games going because, like I said, it was 2020. COVID just hit. So we had tickets for the next day and then the day after for two games back-to-back, and I didn't get to see spring training. Uh, we were allowed to go to the stadium the next day, which was no okay. I got to see the field, and we went walked through the gift shop. They don't close that because <laughs> why would they not want to make money? But uh, yeah, so I never saw a spring training game yet. So that's still my bucket list to go down to spring training and catch a few games. Well, I'm making notes here. Um, for the, any of you guys who know me, I'm a I'm a notorious pen and paper kind of guy. I've got these all over the place. Um, so I'm making a notation here. I'm going to try to coordinate something, and maybe we can get down to see a spring training game. Who knows? The Yankees are you know, not as easily accessible as some of the other organizations in Major League Baseball, but maybe the Yankees, you guys put, put together a package and uh, get the Doc and Jock Sports Show to come down and do a spring training game and let my man you know, get a chance to see his, uh, his favorite team in action. I would even love to see you do one. <laughs> To do one of those, uh, you know, when they do the, what is it, Dream Week? Uh, <laughs> see me in them jerseys and those, those, those tight pants? Yeah, you hopefully just don't pull a Chris Christie or anything. No, no, no. <laughs> I, won't, I, won't be showing, I won't be showing anything I'm not supposed to be showing. I tr- uh, believe me. I can't say what I want to say. <laughs> All right, so with that being said, can we promise to talk um, the next time we get together about um, softball? Yeah. About our playing days and, and some of the characters and things that we came across and yeah, the relationships we've built, you know, over the decades of playing and, you know, the traveling experiences and, and all those things. Yeah, there's a lot of stories, a, a lot of road stories, too, because we, we traveled to, uh, a lot to uh, down south for tournaments and different things. And that's where it's, a lot of those uh, stories come from. So, And then some local tournaments as well, just from playing in the league. Uh you know, it was always easy going, laid back, no, no, no intensity, no arguing amongst men. 
I'm looking at this guy here because <laughs> he was the leader of uh, talking, talking junk, talking trash. Yeah, well, that was in a different place in a different time, which is why we're we're in a studio now, um, reminiscing. So uh, let's pull together some archives from those paper clippings, and maybe we can go through some of those and and talk about how impactful um, this region, Central New Jersey, was with uh, recreational sports. I mean, we would travel, you know, all over the country, and people would know Mercer County Park. Um, you know, some of the big names um, who were in the Trenton Softball Hall of Fame, you know, some of those folks we played against, some of we played with, and probably some of us should be in there as well. Yeah, I would think so, but... Well, we were, we were never quite the no. fitting into the mold of no, anything. We, we never we? fit in the mold. <clears throat> so, I mean, with that being said, uh, let, let's, let's go back and talk a little bit more about baseball. Because, um, you know, you're a Yankees fan, I'm a Mets fan, and I think over the last, you know... Four or five years, um, the teams have had uh, success. They've been successful. Definitely not to the standpoint that I think their franchises want or at least their their uh, fan bases want. But I'm pleased with where the Mets are. Um, and you, I've never really heard you complain about where the Yankees were except for when it was, you know, decades ago. But mm-hmm. what, what, can you just talk about, like, um, the two tracks that you think the two teams are on? I'll go first and just say that I think that the Yankees are the Yankees. You know, they're the pinnacle of success um, as an organization. And um, I think that they always seem to find a way to at least be in the hunt or be in the conversation at the end of the season. And to me, that is a, that shows uh, this consistency, which I think is the most important thing. I'd rather have a team that was always good, always right there, than to have one that's good one year and then not so good you know, for a long time and vice mm-hmm. versa. Yeah, uh, totally agree. Um, I have some problems with this team this year, but I mean, they're like, it would be, well, I don't want to say nitpicking, but I'm happy where we're at. Uh, could have got rid of Aaron Hicks. But, um, <laughs> you know, there's a couple guys I would rather not see the team anymore, but I, I understand contract and money. It's hard to move guys. It's not like fantasy, you know, sports where you can just trade somebody for somebody else. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy. Um as far as the, on the other side of the town, the Mets, uh, I think this is probably the best team they've had since probably their World Series team. And I don't even think – I think this team's actually better than that World Series team as far as pitching, um, offense, defense. I think the Mets, this is their time. So I think they're going to be uh, coming out of the NL mm-hmm. for sure. Fantastic. And uh, let's uh, then let's transition and talk about the NBA. You guys, the Knicks, New York Knickerbockers, took a rough loss last night yeah. uh, in the Garden. Uh, LeBron, LeBron, LeBron just, James? LeBron just, uh, he decided to play last night. Oh. So. Well, what, what did Shaq and all them guys say? Um, basketball doesn't mean anything until March? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> That's what they said. Yeah. Uh, it's a different crop of guys playing now, but, you know, uh, injury management and all those other things, mm-hmm. they're going to do what they're going to do. But um, LeBron, I think, is pretty vintage as far as, you know, how he's playing right now. And, uh, you know, he's doing what he does. Well, I got him on my fantasy team. So, yes, I was disappointed in the Knicks, but I was also glad to see LeBron light it up. Yeah. Not, not too much, though, because he beat my team. But, uh, yeah, I'm happy where the Knicks are at as well. You know, wish they would have won last night, but... The Knicks are—I uh, want to say—they're always improving, but I, I need—they need to get over that hump of just being a contender, which I don't think—they're not there yet for it to be a contender. Uh, but a couple more big—I I think they need one board. I, we talked about this last time uh, that um, 
Donovan Mitchell, mm-hmm. had they would have signed him, <clears throat> I think they would have that piece in place to bring other free agents to the team. But for whatever reason, they didn't want to pull the trigger on the trade. So, but they need one of those, like a like a like a playmaker, like a difference kind of player like him. And I think once they get him, they'll have other guys that they could you know put in place because Randall. Randall's just not that guy. I think Randall's like a good number two, maybe number three on the team. Randall shouldn't be the guy on the team. So until they get a number one, I don't think they're going to be sniffing the finals anytime soon. All right, fantastic to hear about that. And transferring over to the Sixers, um, I like where we are right now. I know um, the season started um, slowly, but I think that we're trending in the right way. Um, You guys uh, miss Ben Simmons? Who? Okay. Um, uh, Joel Embiid, I think, is playing, you know, Stronger, I think he's got a different kind of a mindset, you know, this year. I'm not sure if that's the case or just the results are different. And I think that the true grit of uh, why we signed P.J. Tucker, um, uh, Montrez Morel, uh, uh, not Melton, uh, Melton, Melton, mm-hmm. signed Melton as well. Um, and, and I think that added, has added some toughness, which is, I think is going to be what we need you know, throughout the playoffs. Um, but then there's also, um, I think, the NBA more than any other, the, the cream always rises to the top. Like, you can have teams that can go on runs for a game or two, but the season's so long that by the time March rolls around, you know who's good and who's not. And those teams that are good, they just settle into their form and do what they're going to do, and I'm looking forward to see where that is. Yeah. Should be interesting because uh, I don't think Brooklyn is anywhere the team that they were, uh, and being you know now our crosstown rival, I would like to see any other team besides Brooklyn in in the finals for sure. So coming out of the East is kind of wide open right now. Um, the West, I don't really. It's hard to say who's coming out of the West. The uh, the Suns are really good. I know that, uh, but. Tough to say. It's going to be interesting. You said March. Uh, the teams, the teams that should be there, will be there. Uh, I just hope the Knicks are somewhere in the mix. That's all. Oh man, awesome. All right. So with that being said, the next time we get together, we can tell the folks that they will be able to talk some recreation softball. Um, maybe I'll reach out to the Trenton uh, Softball Hall of <laughs> Hall of Fame and have them, you know, tune in or something like that. Get your and... checkbook out. <laughs> we'll see about that. So, anything you want to say in closing out? Uh, Eventually, we're going to have to have a segment I was going to tell you about uh, the things that annoy us as far as driving. Okay. All right. I thought of that coming over. All right. So so why don't we uh, put that on the docket for next time we chat. We'll talk about local sports and things that annoy you while we're driving. While we're driving. Sounds good. Great. Now, I also want you to do one more thing before we finish up, mm-hmm. and uh, that's uh, direct people over to your social page where you are posting on a regular basis some of the funniest jokes around so funny that they've been retweeted by snoop dog and others uh right now you can find me on instagram and facebook dan underscore regan r-e-g-a-n underscore comedy that's on instagram and facebook and on twitter it's social mime social underscore mime m-i-m-e fantastic Dan Regan, and I'm Jacques Howard for Doc and Jacques, two friends talking sports. Thanks until the next time. Thank you so much. Take care. Recording stopped. Nice. Nice. Nice.